This is Faith for Today. Subscribers, thank you guys for being a part of Faith for Today. And I ask that God will bless your life in amazing ways to do super abundantly above all you can ever ask, hope, or think. In Jesus' mighty name. This week we are continuing our series, One Day When I Was Building. And we've been looking in the book of Nehemiah. I'm going to read in chapter 1. And down in verse 11, we're going to read about the prayer that Nehemiah prayed. And you know, when we're coming to our life, you know, we are called to be instant in prayer. We're, going, we're, we're called to bring all things in prayer before the Lord. And so often, you know, we can be people who miss the vital key to understanding how God moves in our lives and how things change um, when we neglect prayer. And prayer is an important part if we are going to build our lives successfully as God's children. And it says in verse 11, O Lord, I beseech thee, let now thine ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of those who desire to fear thy name. And prosper, I pray you, your servant, this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. You know, before Nehemiah set out, even, you know, to go to Jerusalem, he brought before God the situation. And if we're going to see change in our lives, we need to be people who bring the situation to God. And we need to be people who, in faith, pray about something as if we have it. And you know, faith looks through every difficulty, through every problem. It's not stopped by it. It's not hindered by it. But prayer in faith sees through whatever difficulty lies there, whatever the obstacle is. And let's face it, in the case of Nehemiah, wishing to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, there was a lot of obstacles. Here he was as a captive, ultimately, in uh, Babylon, and he was needing God to kind of maneuver the circumstances to take him from that distant place uh, back to Jerusalem, and in between all of that, managed to allow uh, this king to fund him to actually build what he was going to have to build. It wasn't like Nehemiah had, you know, loads of beams of timber or stones to build anything or any right as a simple cupbearer to the king to do anything that, you know, God had put into his heart. And sometimes when God puts things into our heart, uh, it can seem, you know, this is huge. How can this possibly happen? So much would have to change for me to, you know, see this accomplished in my life. You know, whatever you want to superimpose upon that whole subject there as to what God's put in your heart, what the, his vision for your life is, big or small. But the first port of call is prayer. And so he comes to the Lord and he says, 
Prosper, I pray you, your servant this day, and grant him mercy. So, you know, he came with the knowledge that God ultimately did want to prosper his life because he started to pray this actual word of prospering. And he started to also talk about this idea of finding mercy or other translations put it as favor. And so, you know, when God gets into the midst of our circumstances, into the midst of our problems, into the midst of what he has laid upon our heart to do, then in comes that prospering spirit of God. In comes that favor of God so that people around us begin to be lined up to help us. And this was exactly the case, you know, with Nehemiah. So, you know, in chapter two, there he goes before the king and the king sees his countenance is sad and he starts to say, why are you sad? Um, This can't be anything else but sorrow of heart. And then it says Nehemiah was, you know, very afraid. And then he starts to tell the king. But, you know, sometimes even through our own fear, um, we need to still uh, pray it through, see it through, walk it through in faith to get the result. And even, you know, our own fears, because let's face it, whenever we are faced with challenges, fear can arise, uh, concern can arise as to how we do this. Um, But, you know, when the good hand of the Lord is upon us, when his favor is upon us, when he wishes to prosper you, then nothing is going to stop you. And so he talks to the king and he tells him about the burned city. And then he goes on to start to ask. And he says, if it please the king, if your servants found favor in your sight, then send me to the city of my fathers that I may build it. And the king said, you know, such and such and such to me. And it was pleasing to the king to send me. And so there we have it. And um, prayer went in and God heard. And sometimes we can forget the fact that when we're praying and, you know, we've got to pray believing. We've got to pray knowing that the Lord says he hears our prayers and that his hand is upon us to prosper us. We need to pray that way. We need to believe that way. We need to be expecting the favor of God in our life and for those doors to open before us. And God wants to open doors that no man can shut for you. He wants to be just what it says in verse 8 of chapter 2. It says, the king granted me all of my uh, desires according to the good hand of my God that was upon me. So there we have it. When the hand of God is on our lives, then there will be this opening of doors. There will be this um, clearing of a way before us. But it starts with us praying. It starts with us getting before God on our knees sometimes and praying through about what God has put there. You know, because when God puts a vision or a purpose or a desire, something into our heart to see something rebuilt in our lives or or to call us out to do something for him, then that is a spiritual calling and supernatural um, power needs to come in to actually um, see that go forward because you're going to have the opposition there to stop it. You're going to have the 
Um, you know what it's like when you know that God's told you to do something you set out to do. It. I mean, to be honest, it could even just be simply the first step of coming to do the prayer bit. You'll start to come, oh, well, maybe I'll do it later. Um, this will get in the way. Someone will want to speak to you. The phone will ring. The dog will start to want your attention. Your neighbor will knock on the door. Many things can just lie between you and God sometimes. And these distractions, these things that are trying to pull your time away from, you know, what is important, we've got to kind of um, segment them off and still make sure that we put in the prayer. You know, in Ephesians 6, 6, it talks there at the end of everything. You know, when Paul was talking about this armor of God and the need to put on the armor of God and the need to put on the whole armor of God. Then he was also at the end of it all talking about this need to pray, bring your petition, bring your prayer, make sure you're praying everything, covering it in prayer. And when we're going to go forward um, with the building program that God has called each of us to accomplish in our lives, then we need to make sure we're prayed up. We need to make sure we're faithed up. We need to make sure that we are being led by the Spirit of God. And, you know, when we are uh, in that place of prayer, then we are also in a place where God's Spirit can speak to us. And God does want to speak to you. It isn't a case of that he has, you know, no intention of speaking to your heart. He wants to. He wants to have this fellowship with you. If any man draws near to me, I will draw near to him. That's what Jesus said in the book of Revelation. You know, he wants um, this fellowship knock on the door and I will come in to sup with you and you with me. We'll have this time together where, you know, something powerful can happen and something powerful will happen in your life when you come to God, when you bring it to God, when you come before him. And this was what was happening in the life of Nehemiah. Something powerful was beginning to happen. Forces were moving uh, circumstances in his favor from God. And at the same time, we read further down um, after, you know, that the king had allowed Nehemiah to go forth. He had sent letters to the captains of the army uh, so that they would come and send troops with him. Um, it says in verse 10, when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. And so immediately, you know, you set off about a God task. The enemy knows about it and they are not happy. And so you've got to be aware that you will run into these obstacles as well. But we have someone greater with us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the spirit of the living God that we have received is just awesome. He is just amazing. And his abilities far exceed whatever, you know, uh, enchantments or witchcraft or evil that the enemy would wish to throw your way to stop you. We have power in our corner. And his name is Jesus, the spirit of, of Jesus with us. That causes us to make progress towards our goal and to see victory over our enemies, over our obstacles, over every opposition. No enemy will get the better of you because 
God is with you and his good hand of favor is upon you. If you think about that, just for that one sentence, the good hand of God's favor was upon me. Literally, a hand was placed on the shoulder of Nehemiah of favor and of goodness. And the hand of God being upon our lives is incredible. It does incredible things to a person. It does incredible things to our future. It causes us to rise up into places that we never knew were possible to achieve. But through God, we shall do valiantly. For he it is that will tread down our enemies. So when the enemy comes to stop you, the person that's going to defeat him is the Lord. And so we can get on with this task and purpose that God's called us to do. He's called us to build a good life in Him. He's called us to build His kingdom here on earth. He's called us to build good things into the lives of our family, into those around us. He wants to see progress. He wants to see good fruit in our lives. And whatever is there to stop us, you know, will be dealt with as we just do what we should be doing. We should be putting in the prayer. We should be putting in our time with God. We should be bringing those things before Him and allowing His Spirit to start to create a momentum inside of us that gets us up and doing what He has called us to do. Join me next week for One Day When I Was Building.